One thing all stepmoms around the world can agree is that this journey is incredibly hard. Why didn't anyone tell us it was going to be this way? Yes, I said it. We did not know it was going to be this way. But here on Stepmoms Uncut Podcast, I'll be breaking it on down, addressing the elephant in the room by asking all the questions our stepmoms want the answer to, sharing real honest stories and normalising the modern blended family. I'll be bringing you expert chats for the whole family, showing you you are not alone or crazy. So stay tuned, go tell your partner, tell the birth mother and bring your in-laws too. Subscribe to the podcast, rate and leave a review. Share, share, share and you'll be hearing from me again real soon. Hello! Welcome to Stepmom's Uncut Podcast. This is the first episode. We are welcoming you because I am here with my husband. And because it is National Stepmother's Day, I thought I would kick off the podcast talking about my stepmotherhood journey. It makes sense for you to get to know me, get to know what I'm about, and then we can really be friends going forward. So do you want to say hi, husband? Hello, people. How are you? <laughs> What's your name, husband? Okay, my name is Philo Pinning. And we have been married for seven years this year. And we have three kids together. My eldest daughter is, in fact, my husband's stepdaughter. And I am stepmother to his two sons. And altogether, that makes three boys and three girls. And yeah. we are one big blended family of eight. Six. Six kids, two adults. Yeah, yeah eight. eight. Yeah. But yeah, we'll, we'll get into my husband's journey, Father's Day, hopefully, probably. Um, but yeah, today we're, we're going to chat about my stepmotherhood journey, aren't we, babes? So yeah. So, my beautiful wife, <laughs> I want you to be completely honest with me. Okay. Would you do this all over again? Like, if I knew what I knew now. If you knew what you knew now. If I'm completely honest, and guys, my husband's never asked me this question before, so <laughs> I'm going to be looking at his reaction. If, if I'm, okay, if I'm going to be completely honest, I wouldn't. Boo. <laughs> I wouldn't, but do you know, the reason why I say that is because, first of all, there is nothing to say that in another lifetime, had I not gone down this path, I would not have met and loved you and had the children that we had. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like you have to take this question back a notch. And then it kind of begs the question, if you knew what you knew, would you have had your boys under the circumstances that you did? I mean, um, would you have? I mean, probably not, because everyone ideally wants to have a happy um, nuclear family. This is it. Right. So, and yeah. I don't even feel like being a blended family is necessarily the reason why I wouldn't do it again. But I feel like the persons involved in our setup makes it quite... I, I don't want to say unbearable because it's bearable now. But <laughs> in a nutshell, I just wouldn't want to be tethered to particular people that I feel like I am now. And what we've gone through in our marriage 
it's not something I would voluntarily say, yeah, I'll go through that all over again to have what we have today, because I feel like what we have today could be achieved, you know, without the hardship in this kind of instance. Does that make sense? If that's your truth, yeah, it makes sense. What do you think about what I've just said? Are you offended? No, I'm not offended. Um, The bit about the hardship, I just think marriage in general has a lot of hardship. Yeah. We can't pick and choose what is suitable. But I will say it will come down to tolerance. So if you feel that, yeah, you couldn't handle it, so you wouldn't go back again if you could, then I totally understand mm, it. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I couldn't handle it. You're asking me, would I choose? Yeah. I'm saying, no, I wouldn't choose because I can handle it. Because oh, okay. I'm not crumbled now. Like, obviously, there's been times where I've been down, yeah. but I'm not defeated. Okay. Do you know fair, what I mean? Enough, if anything, enough. I'm bigger and badder. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, going into being a stepmom. Yeah. What was your thought process like in terms of me and the boys? Ah, so I was anxious because it's just unknown kind of ground for me, and. I feel like when I was growing up, obviously, because I grew up in a blended family and it was quite disjointed, I was carrying, like, the perceptions of my mum that she had because I grew up in a single-parent household and then my dad went and, you know, got married and he had other children. So that is what I mean by blended family in that respect. But my mum's kind of idea of, you know, getting with a guy that had kids already was quite negative. And so I had to hide that from her when I first started seeing you, which you know. Mm. Um, And that wasn't helpful because obviously you want to like talk to your mum about stuff that you're anxious about. But yeah, I think I just wanted to know how to make the children like me. I think my biggest worry is the boys liking my daughter. I didn't want... I didn't want them to think, okay, it's been me and dad all this time. And now, boom, there's like this little girl here that's like in our space. I didn't want them to feel like, who is this child? And I think that is how I've gone on to feel. I always want to make sure that the children are in harmony, even if the adults are not. Even if me and you are not. I want the kids to feel okay together. Yeah, so that that was probably the most... Thing I was anxious about coming into stepmotherhood. Okay. Guys, um, also, if you hear, like, little sounds, we've got little man with us, our youngest member of the household. So just in case you're wondering what those little gurgles are, it's our son. So, yeah. Um, what would you say you found hard in terms of being a stepmother? <laughs> What did I find hard or, like, the hardest part of being a stepmom? Yeah. So you want me to be honest, right? Yeah, be very honest. Okay. Clown cut, baby. <laughs> um, so the hardest part was, in the beginning, now don't get offended, but the hardest part, honestly, yeah, was, okay, let me just figure it out. Basically, your lack of support. I felt like you were not... I just felt like you weren't there for me. Like, I didn't feel... I didn't feel like you had my back and I felt a bit like I was working out on my own. And that made things really, really hard because I I often felt like, what was the point if I'm doing it alone? Like, if, if we're not in this together, 
Why do I have to kind of suffer the drama? Why do I have to like invest my time, open up my heart? Like, like what is the point? So I just felt like, yeah, I just felt like you were really not understanding what I was going through and not willing to, to learn. And yeah, that was really upsetting for me because I also felt like I couldn't really talk about it to the people that we knew because obviously my mum would never forget it. Like if I went to my mum and said, oh yeah, like my husband, he's not helping me kind of thing, she would never forget it. I didn't want to bring our friends into it because they wouldn't understand anyway. So yeah, I just kind of felt very alone. Okay. And how long did you feel like this for? A long time. (laughs) (laughs) I think I felt like this a long time until, like, my back was literally against the wall and I was at breaking point when it got to that time, that summer, where, like, I was basically alienated from one of the boys for a period of time. And then that's when I felt things changed because you saw... You saw me broken. Okay. Yeah, I remember that time very well. It was a very hard emotional time. Um, I'm going to say sometimes you get a bit complacent just handling all the matters to your wife. Who's you get as in you got complacent? As in men, but in this situation it was me. But yeah, um, I got complacent. And then when I saw you go through... I'm going to do a trauma, because that's what, how I felt. It looked like Yeah, it was traumatic, yeah. it was. Then it just hit home that, wow, like, how did I let it get to this stage? How did you think I was doing it in my stepmotherly role up until that point? Honestly? Yeah. I think it was easy. <laughs> <laughs> like I said... Like I said, like, it's, com- it's, it's, it's complacency. Because obviously, I can't speak for every man, so let me just narrow it down to me. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing it as, ah, she's all right. She's good over there. Can I ask you a question? Fine. You know, it was said that I would be blamed for any kind of disruption between you and your son. Mm. And when, you know, there was an arrangement for you to see your son, but... Mm. I wasn't allowed to be present. How did you think I took that? Did, did you honestly think, yeah, she's cool with that? If we're going to call a spade a spade, yeah, basically, the condition was exclude your wife and you'll get what you want. Mm. How did you think I felt? Um, I think you felt probably... Honestly? Isolated. You probably felt, wow, like... They're doing me dirty and they're trying to... They're, not even they're trying, they, they are mm-hmm. taking my stepson away from me. Mm-hmm. And knowing you, you're probably thinking about Anaya as well, thinking, like, this is someone settling for her, that she's used to having um, one of her brothers around constantly on the weekend. And now she can only see him on a certain term in condition basis. Away from me. Away from her mother. Yeah. So I know like you think you'll probably be thinking this is real shitty and 
you probably were thinking in terms of your husband, I could do more, I should do more. So then and how, how did it happen? Obviously, I know it was conflicting for you because you're, you're being put in a position like, is it my son? Is it my wife? Is it my son? Like, I get that. I fully get that. But mm. what do you feel like in hindsight you could have done better? Because you, you basically, you, you allowed it to happen. I think, uh, what could I have done better? If I'm honest, I probably should have just, the only solution I can come up with is probably gone through the right channels in terms of going through the court proceedings a lot earlier. And by doing that, I've got a leg to stand on. Mm. And also, it helps support my side of the family in terms of where he could be and where he couldn't be, for example. Because yeah. there will be something in place. Yeah. So that's something I think I could have done better a lot earlier. Have you got anything to say to me about it? Um... <laughs> I'm joking. Because now we're in that... That dark space. Let's dig deep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's dig real deep. Did you have any resentment for my son during that whole situation? Ooh. Um. So I had no resentment towards the boys. I was a bit like, oh, you know, you you boys, you guys, you kind of represent the difficulties of this kind of family set up, right? But I was fully aware, like I, I resented the situation that we all found ourselves in. It wasn't really targeted at them, but I kind of felt like, the only thing I felt towards the boys is like, I can't wait for you guys to grow up and get some freedom and then we'll all be free. But while you guys are young, we're gonna struggle and that's what I wasn't okay with at the time. That's what I wasn't happy with at the time. But if we want to talk about resentment, my resentment was towards you. Yeah. And it's literally for the same reasons that I just said, just feeling like you He's didn't have my back here. Yeah. And yeah, until that changed, I, I was resentful towards you because I felt like, you know, if I'm going to be frank, you're the one that brought me into this situation. You're the one that asked to marry me. And yes, absolutely. I said yes. But I never knew it was going to be this way. Mm. Um, there's no and obviously you didn't know it was going to be this way either but now that we're in it we've we have to be there for each other so I feel like when you were going through your hardships with um, you know visitation alienation conflict and all the rest of it I was fully there for you like I had your back I was ready to fight with you but when the arrows were shooting directly in my way you didn't stand and intercept them mm. you kind of let them hit and it's until I was on the floor bleeding where you thought, my God, she's down. She's down. What do I do? I don't want her to die. And then I feel like, <laughs> I feel like when you saw me on the floor bleeding, my bleeding heart, that's when, you know, some kind of Superman, sexy warrior God came out of you. And you said, you know what? what <laughs> if you take a shot at my wife again I'm going to shoot her right back at you and I feel like yeah at that point yeah I just thought to myself I'm going to be okay because he's, he's standing up for me and I, I, I felt it I believed it and I felt like now that you've got my back 
you know, who can touch me? Like, what can anyone do to me? No one can do anything to me because my husband is letting everyone know to come to her, to criticise her, to slander her. That's to slander me. And it's my mouth you're going to hear, not hers. And to be honest, like, I don't know if you noticed, ain't nobody saying nothing since then. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I will say, um, since certain proceedings have taken place, it has been a lot better. Mm -hmm. So that is something that I do regret that I didn't do earlier. Anyone that is going through anything similar, I'm not saying that you have to, but for me, personally, I I would look in to go to the courts in terms of getting something in place. Yeah, visitation formalised, you get me? I do think it helps. Obviously, everyone's situation is different, but... Everyone's confidence is different. Yeah. How do you think I've done as a stepmother? Did you have any expectations of me as a stepmom? Like, did you expect me to, like, be mama mode? You know, you you know what happens, yeah? Um, And I don't think... Again, I'm not trying to generalise, yeah? But um, I've got a lot of male friends. And what tends to happen is we're programmed in a way that when we have kids, Mm. regardless if it's from the woman that we're with... Mm. Or not. Mm. Um, once we are with a woman, mm. our mentality is she would play a major part in terms of mummy mode in the household. So, what it is with our situation, yeah. I wasn't really worried. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I wasn't really worried because I know you can throw it down in the kitchen. <laughs> so, I knew that the boys like to eat food, so there were no problems there. It's just that. One of the boys are a bit of a picky eater. Yeah. But, again, you you find ways to adjust, so I wasn't worried about that either. In terms of banter and communication, mm. I felt that, again, that's something that you're good at. It's not like you isolate yourself, even though you could. Even but, though I do now. Um, in terms of the foundation, mm. it was a, it's been set. So even if you do isolate yourself now, which you yeah. do, I think the boys, they get it. In yeah, they know way. that's just, how I am. Yeah, they just chill. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess I got it right in the end, didn't it? You know Honestly, it nothing upsetted you about my stepmothering. Nothing. Um, it's all, it was always, always jiggy. Let me think. If you have to think, surely... Yeah, because it's, it's, it's very minimal, isn't it? It's not like... Yeah, because I'm a, a part-time stepmom as well. If anything, mm. and this is just something that probably because I might be a bit lazy, mm. I would say the educational part in the household. But that um, homework and stuff. Yeah. That's as far as it goes because that's the only thing I can really think of, really. What, that you didn't really like? Yeah. Wouldn't but not, not, not that I didn't like. Wouldn't I do, what didn't not, I do? Not, it's not that I didn't like it mm. because it's not something that pressed me. Mm. So I wouldn't say I didn't like it. Yeah. But I would say... Cause I'm trying to scratch my brain here to uh-huh. pick, to find something. Uh-huh. And that's what I've come up with. So it's not like it pressed me. It's not like I have sleepless nights over it. But if I had taken... If I, I, I had helped the boys do their homework, instead of it being you every week, it would have been cool. You it would have been cool. You would have appreciated it. Yeah, I would have appreciated it. But the fact it. that I don't, you're still, you know, okay. I'm okay. Because okay. either way, it gets done. Yeah. You know? If I said to you, babe, I'm not trying to be... 
I'm not trying to mother them in any respect. Like, I I'm, think, not, I'm not uh, trying to be invested yeah, like that. I, I think I think our relationship as a whole will struggle. <laughs> yeah, I think. Okay. I think our relationship as a whole will struggle. Really? Yeah, I do. Like, because you know, it's not something we spoke about before we got married. Yeah. Did you realize? Yeah, that's that's why. Um, I give it to God that we're together because there's so many things that we just kind of coasted. We never yeah. actually um, addressed the elephant in the room, as yeah. you would say. Yeah. So um, I think, yeah, it would definitely have affected our relationship. I can't tell you as to when, but it definitely would, would have, have yeah. at some point affected yeah. our relationship. And the reason why I say that is because you know how I am with kids. I love kids. Yeah. Just putting it out there, um, I wanted a lot of kids, Priscilla didn't, mm. but I won. And but there anyway, we are. <laughs> the reason why I feel that it would have affected us is because with, with kids, I'm not saying that we should base our relationship around them. Yeah. But what I am saying this is that they're a big part of our relationship. Yeah, they are. So if you're isolating the boys, I see you as you're isolating your kids because Mm -hmm. how I look at it is although it's called a blended family Mm. in my eyes it's our family yeah do you understand so if you're isolating yourself in terms of uh, you don't really see yourself as a stepmom or a bonus one then like what are we doing wow yeah that's how I see it wow imagine if I was not down for it that would have been interesting Okay, um, quick question to you. Uh, it's probably not the same because she lives with us. Yeah. Our beautiful daughter. But um, how would you feel if I wasn't a hands-on... I, I'm going to say stepdad in this instant, yeah. but I am her dad. Okay. So how would you feel? I'm going to give you like a brief answer because I want to keep this for the Father's Day episode, right? Okay. I struggled to let you in anyway because yeah. I was a single mum for so long. And I feel like if you weren't a hands-on dad to her, I, I, don't, I don't know if it would have troubled me immediately, but going down the line, then having children with you, if I saw that you were hands-on with them and not hands-on with her, then I would probably start to feel away because my whole thing is, is that, I want to make sure that the children get the same kind of love and affection that they all require and it, you know, and what is right for a parent to to offer a child. I 100% know that all the children are going to be treated differently and I do not prescribe to this whole thing of all the kids need to be treated the same because they're all coming into our family in different ways. Yeah, different um, backgrounds. Different well. backgrounds, different cultures, um, different age ranges, different everything, but different parenting styles, different homes, right? So we're all going to treat them differently, you know, unintentionally and intentionally. But I feel like if you're going to get on the floor and, you know, um, spar with the boys and banter with the, the girls that we've had together, I'm going to expect you to, to play with our eldest daughter the same way. But that is all I'm going to say. Until that episode, honey. I'm going to just say, like, guys, being a stepmom for me has been trash for the first 
part of my marriage. Like, I won't even lie. The boys, my sons, have been the easiest part of this whole thing. The parenting dynamic, the extended family, all of it was trash to me. There's so many issues that I've had and still have, but I pick my battles very wisely and the game changer for me was when me and my husband became one when we became that impenetrable team and the day that i saw my husband really defend me against members of his family against friends that may have been saying things against you know he's the mother of his children like anyone could get it at that point and at that point, that's when I felt really safe. I'm going to be real with you. I don't know how I would have felt today or what our marriage would have looked like if I did not have that safety that you provided for me in that period of time. And I don't know if I would have had the strength to be your support had you not been my support first um, when we went into like legal proceedings and stuff like that because I'd never experienced family court before either. Now that we are that impenetrable team, stepmotherhood for me is a piece of piss. I can't even lie to you. And I love, I do love it. I, I won't, I won't ever say that I hate it. I do love it. It comes with its like, you know, ups and downs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like transition days are long for me sometimes. I feel like I, I anticipate drama. I worry that our good periods will end with like, some type of new crazy nonsense and I wonder how long that will then go on for there's sometimes I'm exhausted because to me even if one of the boys come it makes such a big difference to the dynamics of the house and sometimes I I want it the way it's been all week round I won't even lie to you but that is not a reflection on the boys that's just me as an adult needing space needing time and not wanting to parent because sometimes I don't want to parent the children that I pushed out, yet alone children that I didn't. I'm so happy that the boys care for me. It was never really my aim in the beginning. My aim was to make sure that the children are together and happy. But the fact that they do, you know, consider me, I'm happy about that. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't do it all over again. <laughs> but because I'm here, Today, I'm glad that, you know, we hung on when things were a bit ropey. I'm glad about the way, you know, our marriage looks today. And I'm proud of our family. I'm proud of our family. And I'm proud of me as a stepmom. So, yeah, guys, I feel like on Stepmother's Day, if your husband is not supporting you, if you don't feel supported, like, feel free to tell him explain it to him and maybe you know get him to listen to this podcast um babe you're gonna soon find out that in all the episodes i'm always asking our guests uh, or the people i'm talking to to drop some golden nuggets we should go ahead and do that i'm, I'm gonna drop some golden nuggets as a stepmom yeah. and then you know as a man that made a woman a stepmom i think you should drop some golden nuggets for the guys and maybe stepmoms if you have any. So I'm going to go ahead and start and say, stepmoms, if you feel like you're not being celebrated on this day or even on Mother's Day, I feel like you should actually absolutely go ahead and tell your partner and say, hey, I would love to be celebrated. I know, you know, we would rather that our men would work it out. 
for themselves but I don't really feel that there's any shame in actually speaking out your expectations speaking out your desires and your wants that's one my second nugget I would say is it takes a long time to blend and you know I'm seven years in and it's not perfect but it's better than it was before so hang on in there and then my last nugget I would say is get yourself around other set mums I think for me if I did not make all the set mum friends that I did online and in real life the times when I felt like I wasn't supported by my husband I don't know, I don't know where I would have been, but the stepmoms club, the stepmoms that I've become friends with, it was a saving grace for me. So ladies, I do not believe that this, this role, this walk, this lifestyle was meant to be one that you do alone. So don't do it alone. I'm gonna cover, that was very good by the way. Thank you, babes. I'm gonna cover the men not even men. Um, I'm gonna call it the three P's, yeah? So, the first P, I would say is to protect your wife or your partner. And I say that because, for one, you're bringing your wife or partner into something that she didn't ask to be in, even though she has got a decision to make sure she wants to be with you. Mm. But I will say, protect your wife or your partner. My second one will be, is protect your peace. Mm. And I say that in the sense that, not short, not short term, long term. So you may be going through hardship right now, but have in mind that whatever the circumstances that you have going on, the end goal is to always to protect your peace mm. in terms of your family dynamics in your house, yeah? And the last one, I will say, is also protect your future. Now, the reason why I say protect your future is because it kind of goes in line with number two. Mm. Protect your future because if you don't protect your future, no one else will. So, whatever you're going through, always think, all right, I'm going through this rubbish right now. So, the future, when I'm older, my kids will come back to me Forget about what's going on on the other side. They will come back to me and be like, oh, dad, like, do you want to go out to the restaurant? Do you want to watch football? Mm. These are the long-term things and they can only go into place if you protect the future. Yeah. And when I say future, I don't mean future times. I mean future as in your kids. Yeah. Yeah, I that's what I've that. got to say. I love that. I just want to add on to that. I love that. I love that so much because... If if you are not doing what you need to do right now in order for like the you, the future where your kids have grown up and stuff, you are opening up so much room for trauma in the kids. So you, you got you yeah you do have to graft now to protect your future to make sure that your kids can grow up and say like thank you for giving us like um a good childhood. Thank you for not fighting my mum in front of me. Thank you for, you know, introducing me to a good step parent, to a lovely step parent that could care for me. Thank you for protecting me from the drama. And then, you know, you you have like these adult children that will see blended families in a in a good light that won't adopt like the wicked stepmom narrative and be a part of those people that say, Oh, my stepmom was horrible, she didn't really care about me. Yeah, like you will just have children that 
I guess will change the narrative for future step families because it's not gonna die out anytime soon I don't think um so yeah that was a good one hun thank you for having me <laughs> <laughs> thanks for interviewing me um guys I hope you enjoyed that episode and you know the aim is to bring you a lot more just to talk about things that you don't usually hear us talking about when it comes to blended families. So go ahead and do me a favor and share this episode. This is the first one. Show me some love. Wherever you share it, especially online, make sure to tag me so I can see it. Um, and yeah, you'll be hearing from me and maybe hubby, hubby soon. <laughs> okay, make sure to tell your partner, your birth mum and your illness too. This has been the first episode of Set Mums Uncut. Thank you.